you want to put it somewhere? I'm holding it right now, okay. Nancy. How are you? <laughs> I don't know I'm where doing you the machine unless we brought a chair. Up. No, it's good. I'm here what? with Nancy <laughs> Benoit and the wonderful Leslie Furness, our first guest for Art to Go Art podcast. To go podcast. Hi, Cornelia. Hi, Hi Nancy. Hi, Leslie. Hi. <laughs> it's so exciting to have you as a guest. I'm really excited to be. We're a in guest. a beautiful triangle. If you guys could see us, we're, we're six feet apart. And we're around the most gorgeous fire. Snow is everywhere. Fairy lights abound. It's the most gorgeous backyard. A giant. (laughs) Nancy has a giant glass of wine, so we'll see how the podcast goes with that. Leslie's reasonable amount of wine. I am the hostess. The holder of the technology. I'm holding the technology. Hopefully, I'm not the loudest. I may be the loudest. That's okay. We'll so, talk Leslie, why do, you, why do you think we picked you as our first guest? Um, proximity? <laughs> That's a really good reason. I'm easy yeah. to get to. You are? I'm sort of in the middle between both of your houses. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. So far. I am an artist, just like both of you. Yes, you are. Very good one. I'm just going to put that in there so everybody knows. Just... Leslie Furness, beautiful artist. Backtrack? Just like a tiny bit. As we do. Because I like to go back and forth. I would love to just remind everyone, not everyone, remind me, <laughs> uh, where we met Leslie Furness. We might have different stories. Can we just quickly go back to where we met Nancy and Leslie and where you two met Cornelia and Leslie? Because we met at different times. Mm-hmm. We did different times in different places. Yeah. So I think I met you first, Nancy. Yeah. Um, at the Cotton Center. Cotton Center. We Way back. You had studio there too? I'm not together. I, yeah, not together. No. In the same, in the same building, that oh, building. Oh, I wanted to have a studio in there. Mm. I was sharing a studio space with uh, Paul Rappel Morsky mm. and Steve Mazza. Oh, oh Steve and his handsome hair. Oh, my God. Oh, what were you uh, working on? A whole Lord, bunch of floor clubs. I, I, no, I hadn't actually started oh. my foray into ceramics at that time. Painting. I was doing paintings and floor cloths, so art for your floor. They're gorgeous. I'm just they saying, are. check them out. They're stunning. I think I'm in line for they're one. They're durable, too. Everyone no, they're is. gorgeous. <laughs> I know. I was like the last one you posted. I said I want one, and then like eighty-five people uh, after me. (laughs) Listen, you can get a discount if I can even get these things made. Why are you so busy? Because (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So we met at the Cotton Center, and it was good times. And then you moved into the neighborhood, and then we became even closer friends. And it's been a beautiful friendship. Saved me during COVID. Yeah. Likewise. Lots of um, good chats in her yeah. backyard. It's funny how chats. small the circles got in COVID because you two are like my only friends that I see regularly, yeah. like and regularly being every few weeks yeah, yeah. in the backyard around Same. a fire, right? For a walk. So, mm-hmm. how did you guys meet? Oh, oh dear! Oh, I think we meet? met. I met your son first because. He was on the same soccer team as my boys. That's right. Oh. And so then I met you there. But I met you a little bit more through through Gail, probably. So school. School connection. Yeah. School like connection. We have mom kids. connection. My yeah. youngest son, yeah. Finn, is the same age as Cornelia's two boys. Yep. Right. And they, and were, they were friends oh. in high school, yeah, too. they were going to West Hill secondary yeah. together. Yeah. And awesome. 
then there was like the, the soccer as well. And then I think, you know, our worlds really started to collide as our, our kids had these friendships and we had this other group the, the yeah, mom, the, the board of, meetings. Yeah, yeah. Moms, <laughs> moms of sons and children. Moms of sons. I don't have yeah. the sons, so. Yeah, we used to go and we would meet every, I don't know, when somebody had the idea every month and a bit or so, and we would just meet and have uh, have wings very, and, and wine. And, and very oh, serious I want to go back for wings meeting. and wine. Yeah, very can you remember back then? agenda about our kids. So it, it did always start off with yeah. us talking and then, about all of our kids. And yeah. then yeah. we talk about our lives. Yeah. And you guys are connection too. We've all shown work together. This is true We've as shown well. Work together. And you, I've got actually at the Art Gallery of Hamilton, I've got a couple of gigs that, Le Leslie, you used to run. Yep. So, Painting and Court. Yep. Yep. Um, so you used to work over. for them a lot before you became a a regular teacher, like a real live <laughs> a teacher. Teacher, teacher, is that uh, certified? What you call it? Certified. I am right. certifiably <laughs> a teacher. Um, You're doing it. She is. <laughs> You're doing so, it. Yes, I did make a big change in my life, and I went from being a freelance artist, mostly working in in theater and television and film, and I have always wanted to get my art degree okay so that was always on where the did you do that me. i you went to mcmaster oh mcmaster right right when you had kids already yeah i was 40 How old were they ish when oh, you I were just my degree uh, on the cusp of 40 that's awesome oh my god that is so that's... it was a dream of yours to go to art school yeah and did I you enjoy it, it? i put it off for, i loved it it's um it was the best of times in my life when i go back on campus to mcmaster i get Verklempt. Oh, oh, the feels. Oh, that's so good. That's such a good thing, Leslie. <laughs> really, oh. I do. It's like such a, such powerful memories. And, and it was a short period of time where I was allowed to fully engage in making art mm. right. and, and developing my art practice and even like figuring out what kind of art I wanted to make. Yeah. I went in as a painter and I left as a sculpture ceramicist. Right, um, which I had not, I had not expected that was going to happen. Coming, hey? That's yeah. really cool. So I really fell Real hard freedom. for the clay. Yeah, and but you still do all those things. You still paint. You still, you know, you can do it all. I, well, yeah. a lot of that is about the fact that I am a visual art teacher with the HWDSB. Right. I teach English as well, <laughs> um, but I do believe as a as an art teacher that you do you should be able to teach all mediums mm -hmm. if you can. Like yeah. You know, maybe some things you teach stronger them, right? than others, but yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I took a few classes uh, in my 40s and uh, university classes, and I was so engaged in each of the classes. Like, mm. And they were history classes, which I kind of sloughed off at the beginning when I first went to school. But when I went back as a mature student, every bit of information the teachers had to pass on I was like you're, you just I don't was hang just, on to that. I was Aww. because you really value it so much more when you've had a break from it when it's not just the next thing to do and if I may add you're also paying for it yourself yeah and I don't think you think about that I was paying for it the first time around too but I I didn't think about that all I wanted to do was get into the studios right so any academic stuff that I, I was like Ugh. yeah but I mean I, I really enjoyed all the art history that um we had that we did have to take but it was not uh it was not difficult for me I have always been I think kind of self-taught like 
a naive, I thought of myself as a naive artist for years because I didn't have that degree. Hello. Attached. <laughs> and Hello. Are you talking about me? You, if you're talking about like the difference between being a naive artist and one that has like officially studied with paper, I, I think there's a lot of beauty in that naivete of making art. And as a now professional and someone who teaches other people how to make art, I really, really love seeing people who don't have like all the, the baggage and the, yeah yeah the can the canon of art that you like it, you know it's really kind of imposed upon you in in your post-secondary studies in art school and there are definitely some days where I wish I could just forget some of that isn't and it Picasso who said that we spend like once we become artists we spend all our lives trying to be eight years old again yeah. or something <laughs> like that well, that's me eight years old <laughs> This is a beauty. It's You're a not beauty. afraid to play, right? No, exactly. I don't give a toss, Whereas really. I just I still. <laughs> yeah, but it's so a big deal, it. right? I still go uh, into my art making thinking I should be saying this. It's all about concept. You know, I, I need to look. You know, make sure that I'm I'm connecting with those who went before me. Yeah. Um, and Building on scaffolding yeah. and stuff. And it is a very layered process. But some days I just want to throw some paints around and not have an agenda that's me every time then i think maybe i shouldn't be doing that i should be more serious about it i mean i'm not just throwing paint around but i, I you do it more than a lot of it's, professional it's, artists that i know like who've been trained like you are a professional artist as far as i'm concerned you mm -hmm. spend every day I that you can every day if I, yeah yeah well, there which is, is a huge thing like, what is a professional artist like yeah what what is that what does that mean is it because you have a, a degree attached to your name yeah or is it how much you make artwork is it how you impart your information to other people i think it comes in various forms yeah. professionalism as a creative is a very wide vast scope and I don't think we should try and pigeon. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need a whole season for I know. that. I think, that. I think that's what I'm that's saying. That's a big topic. Earlier yeah. is like the community. Like, so I've sort of made my community with you people, you people and other <laughs> folks, like, as I was sort of alluding to in podcast two, like how I am like, I'm, I'm going to be an artist. I am an artist. I want to have art shows. I'm just going to have them in my home and I'm going to invite people. And it's right. like a DIY way of doing it. Right. Yeah. I want to, you just create that community where, you know, you know, one of the things we did talk about in the second podcast mm -hmm. and in the third po podcast actually was it. the art gallery of Hamilton's show and sale. Yeah. And yeah, actually yeah. that was one of the real impetuses for inviting Leslie onto the show as well Yes, is because, um, Leslie, you work in all kinds of your subject matters change and yeah. medium changes, but you are considering entering into this show and sale and it's a juried exhibition and, um, you're actually working on some figurative stuff and I have been too. So you were hesitant, but you're going to do it anyway. I am doing it anyway. Good. Okay. I am halfway done. Oh, good. Fantastic. And so there's no turning back now because I don't no. have time to start anything new because I just don't have time because no. I have report cards looming once right? again <laughs> and all of the, all of the busyness of, of being a full-time yeah. educator. And yeah. yeah. So there is, there is no turning back. I'm moving forward with it. I'm creating these strange pieces and I'm going to use strange in a hopefully positive way in that it, it is, um, 
it is subject matter that is some kind of somewhat new for me. Okay. And I'm using myself as like the vehicle. So I'm actually, you will see a version of myself as a self You are your own muse. In there. Ooh, yeah. But, I like but that. in poses that are maybe not the most endearing, right? Um, Sounds it, like <laughs> there's some kind of tension that you're creating right now with these figures. Yeah. One piece in particular that I'm working with is uh, a portrait of myself side view screaming so my son Finn took this photo for me and it took forever so I had to like open my mouth really wide and go ah! for almost five again. minutes let's can you do that a little louder again. people need to ah! okay okay now they get a sense okay. of it okay um, so that's me screaming so I don't necessarily look from what I would consider like the you know the best of me you know there's like a lot of folds of skin well, and I look very tense and and I'm facing a lion who is basically mirroring my pose so the lion's mouth is open oh and the lion is screaming at me wow. so we are face to face but side view screaming into each other's mouths with like maybe two little Whoa. inches and apart. neither of you is backing down by the sounds of it wow no and this is water ink? I'm, I'm using watercolor water right now. Right. But it, in the end, it'll be a mix of uh, a variety of different um, pens, ink. Right, yes, yes. Watercolor, yes. maybe some charcoal. Such a good process to go through. I think through, I saw some yes. of the early sketches, wow. and uh, they're, it really looks so rich. Yeah. Thank you. It <laughs> looks, it looks <laughs> really great. And so yeah. it's scary because sure. I don't usually put myself in these kind of poses uh whenever i've done a self-portrait i've always thought i'm gonna look my best at this moment mm -hmm. and i'm gonna capture this moment of me looking the best i could be and this really what i'm doing now directly relates to how i feel during this COVID time because right. i don't actually feel like the best of me or the best version of myself right now and I'm sure you can also maybe agree that you might have some days where you're feeling like... Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm uh, ready did, to yell at the lion myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Go? Yeah. What is happening? I got a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> like, I get a really high high. You guys know that. Woo! Rude. But then I yeah. get some <laughs> pretty secret lows. They're not secret now. <laughs> Dang it. We I think that that's, the, you know, that's, the, that's, okay. that's an interesting thing. Because from the beginning of COVID, I've been thinking, how are people who are artists, whether they're musicians, writers, dancers, whatever, right. how are they going to respond to this crisis? Because um, it's changed everybody's lives dramatically. And I believe myself that artists are recorders of history. Like our version of what happened often lives on Yes. In, in a very powerful way. Yeah, like absolutely. if I think about Kate Kalowitz in Berlin who did all those starving children and, and people going through the depression there prior to World War II when it was really rough. And I think of Giacometti's sculptures where the people are, are starving basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those sculptures, you know, 60 years later, are still as powerful as they must yeah. have been when you first yeah. saw them, right? Because yeah. yeah. it's the so, truth. It's truth. It's raw. It's well, the and truth, capture, right? capturing the actual moment, yeah. like personal, yeah. like subjectively and objectively. So artists, I think, are speaking for themselves, and also I think they have the ability to speak for the rest of us. For those of us who don't either have yeah. like a visual, like voice, or a verbal voice, or just don't even have a platform yeah. to tell their story, right? Yeah. 
Right. So some people go really dark or about the moment, what's going on. I <laughs> push everything down and I go extremely bubblegum and bright because I don't I don't know. Darkness. Those last ones have some deep blues well, that I've never no, seen no, in yours yeah, I before. I am trying to There's like every one of your, it's like you, you go where you're going in deeper when I look at yeah. your work and now. And if yeah. you were to equate yeah. color with your mood yeah or your emotion at the time then we could certainly attach those darker colors to yeah that, some of that these dark, darker dark moods. blue is feeding me i yeah. need that i can't have something that's just so light now it needs to have that undercurrent of that dark well, you're looking dark for color. some more levity in your work and that's either you like telling your own story yeah. or again just processing the yeah the intensity of like this time yeah right? yeah exactly yeah and i'm scraping a lot too it feels really good like i'm not doing watercolor sure right that's now which teaching here it's watercolor. almost like yelling isn't I'm it scraping, when you're scraping yeah, right the heck out of my panel right and actually even in watercolor now today i taught with the agh i, I was in, in a grade 11 class virtually and i had them like get a pencil and just like they <laughs> must have loved it like that that's me with the pencil by the way not like just it's <laughs> not just like having gas I'm, I'm like it's friday morning <laughs> you're in grade 11 you're tired let's just get your pencil i'm feeling like i'm kind of got nervous energy and then we watercolored on top of it yeah it's like okay because the approach to watercolor is oftentimes the other way around, like hold back, hold back, hold yes, back, right? Yeah, hold back. Mm -hmm. And so it's too when light. yeah, and people mm -hmm. can't like enjoy it because they can't just splash water. Well, watercolor has like, such yeah. a history too of like you've got to leave all the whites. You've mm -hmm. got to make sure that you leave everything. And that, people are yeah. not thinking that way when they're first well, you've learning, got to be, right? exactly. And you've got to be, you've got to know where those white clouds yeah. want to be at the end exactly you have to think ahead sometimes yeah you have I to can't have a do plan that. it's just intuition or no acrylics that's why your right. classes are so good for people who want to learn watercolor i oftentimes have people say oh i'd love to take an art class and i say don't take watercolor unless you take expressive watercolors with nancy Fenoy, which because... i'm teaching tomorrow by the way <laughs> uh through dbsa i'll be teaching out of my home through whatever zoom yeah, but this podcast isn't happening like oh tonight, yeah you're right. right we're doing you know, this listen my you know what i've got the feeling it's now. time for us to drink some wine <laughs> what do you think <laughs> time so, for wine um what else any other little tidbits about miss Furness we would like to share <laughs> she camped last summer in the rain for four days with her family which oh portaged in portaged portage in and out which oh think, my god and they're still they love wow. each other and they still. want to do it again oh my god my son is actually <laughs> stuck with each other like, that's amazing that's yeah i guess amazing. everybody's kind of home but now right I still even in we, we did go into the algonquin <laughs> for five days and yes it did rain for a good three and a half days non-stop and then on the fourth day, the sun came out <laughs> oh. and I took out my paints because oh. I religiously yes. take a little painting kit and drawing kit yeah. with me into the Algonquin every time I go. Um, and I do like to capture those moments to yes. the best of my ability. Usually I'm in the canoe and I, yeah. I tell my husband, oh, you you're in charge now, you're paddling, you're steering. <laughs> Have you ever I tried go. to paint in a canoe without somebody no. steering? Oh yes. You just keep going in a circle. <laughs> Impossible. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, let's just take a moment and just dream about summer, friends. 
Let's dream about it's all coming. the things it's we're coming. going to do. Well, we're, we do shows together and things well, like that. That's another thing, show. too. Gonna... There is the hope, right? Outdoor Ladies, show. We will have an outdoor yes, show here. here in my backyard. Yeah, that yes, would be please. great. As soon as weather permits and also just, you know, pandemic-wise, yeah. it'll be safe for safe us to for everybody. Those are the kind of yep. little nuggets of hope for yep. me. Looking to that, look like the AGH sale, like looking to this little outdoor show yeah. and having that as my inspiration. Like, what do I, what do I want people to take away from that? What do I want to give to that, you know, well, art show? I'm going to make little workbooks, books, books, and so <laughs> books. <laughs> and and I think for people to do little, like, little things they can do, like a little, like take away a little Nancy Benoit, like Oh, little, like a little keepsake. Like a little, little, they can like fill in or they can, like little prompts and stuff. Oh, like little, that's a new direction. Right? That's, I mean, I talked to Furness about that. Sorry you weren't in that meeting. But I wasn't there. <laughs> Aren't I always with you, Nancy? <laughs> we do have meetings with each other separately. Sometimes. Oh my goodness. Sometimes I wander over oh, look for at the moon. a socially distant <laughs> fire. Oh, the moon. Yeah, glorious moon. I do moon. think it's important to have these goals. And I think for yes. me, just to kind of sum up like where I'm at mm -hmm. as a creative yes. is that I still hold on to that idea of I need to have a purpose is probably not the word but uh, a venue uh, something that yes. I'm working towards so that I know that's that this work will be seen and shared yeah yes. it's not even about necessarily selling it it's about that's just, just a total bonus seen. That's just yeah. like a shock. so I'm <laughs> making tons of ceramics right now there's piles yeah. and piles of plates and bowls and cups that I've been Ooh. building for the last year so I have quite a few I know ones. I love my birthday I little love bowl them. The pour and the... <laughs> anywho so yes. we're going to be doing stuff like that together in the summer that's sure something will. to look forward to yeah, that's definitely. great yeah. Yeah. so good to have those well, this to is look so forward great. to awesome well Leslie you have been the best Leslie first guest Ness. ever Let in the whole in world of podcasts Casting. in the house in the backyard you can't see <laughs> right now but i am actually doing a very dramatic oh she does have curtsy thank you both of you so much for bringing me on in um, oh. lovely to have you i look forward to hearing more podcasts and, and hearing maybe some other creatives yes. oh yeah we've oh, got yes. a bunch of people in line oh, yes. but not until <laughs> we had a chance people, to talk with you leslie <laughs> well i hope you continue to do this and um yeah, i'm deeply a... honored to be the first Aww. guest well, oh cheers, wonderful you, we love cheers. you leslie for cheers love everyone you cheers. this cheers. is art to go podcast art to go podcast nancy benoy Cornelia Packer. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Oh, you paused it. Are you stopped? I haven't. It's still on. Was it good? <laughs>